In our gospel this Sunday, our Lord Jesus presents us with a parable. And once again, we see him using this wedding imagery we've seen. And I think two Sundays ago, you know, we had the parable. Did we go out? Okay. Getting used to the sound system here. Uh, But we had this parable a couple Sundays ago with the the wedding invitation that was sent out by the king. And you'll recall the first round declined the invitation, the second round until the king said, go in and and bring them all in, right? And then the ones who didn't have their wedding garment were thrown out. So we've had this, this wedding imagery in the background. And in our parable the Lord gives us today, he says that the kingdom of heaven will be like ten virgins who take their lamps and go out to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were wise and five of them were foolish. The foolish virgins run out of oil, whereas the wise have enough to last through the night. When the bridegroom comes back, the wise virgins are welcomed into the wedding feast, whereas the foolish are are left outside. And then this comes to a dramatic conclusion. Our Lord says, therefore stay awake, for you know neither the day nor the hour. Now at first glance, I think the meaning of this gospel may seem obvious to us. You know, that we all need to be ready for the, for the moment of our death. And that's true. For Christians, you know, that means staying in the state of grace, going to confession frequently, avoiding all kinds of sin. But there's a deeper message here as well. You know, why is it that so many people seem to refuse to come to an encounter with God? For many, religion seems to be something that's important, sure, and yet which can be indefinitely postponed or ultimately ignored. And I think even for many Catholics, those of us who go to Mass every Sunday, there can be this kind of, I'd say, like reticence to really dive into our faith and let Christ reign over all the details of our lives. So it's for this reason that our Lord exhorts us today, stay awake, be ready. Being a Christian is something more than we do just on Sundays. It's an attitude we must take into every aspect of our lives, every moment of our lives. It's an attitude of love, ultimately, love for Jesus. And and how powerful it is, I think, to hear our Lord really begging us for our love, portraying a, a sensitivity in his own heart to those who would fall asleep or be careless about being prepared enough for his own coming in their life. We see this in the meditation given to us today in, in the Magnificat. I'm sure some of you have the Magnificat with you, our monthly publication with the readings and prayers. And, and this Sunday we have this beautiful meditation by uh, St. Mechthild Megdeberg, a German mystic saint uh, from the medieval era. And she describes in this meditation the coming of God to meet the soul in heaven. Maybe some of you have already read this. But I want to share with you as she writes... The kingdom of heaven has many beautiful gates and yet has none. For the gates are the glorious rewards with which God receives each soul and opens the whole of heaven to his blissful bride. He himself goes down through all the choirs to meet the soul. And the heavenly hosts follow him in order according to the greatness of the reward each soul can receive. Thus the soul comes joyfully out of purgatory and many glorious angels follow her. At the gate of heaven, the lovers, God and the soul, meet. The noble glance with which God receives her has such power that she can think no longer of past sorrows or pain. It is God's will that a simple crown of the kingdom is placed on her head in the gate. There he leads her in honor. Therefore, it is called the crown of the kingdom. 
He, God, greets souls inwardly with his living Godhead. He honors them outwardly with his almighty humanity. He adorns them with the generosity of the Holy Spirit. He rewards them ceaselessly with his complete holy trinity according to their rank and standing in his kingdom for all that they bring with them. He thanks them specially that they have willed to come while they praise him joyfully that he has delivered them from everlasting death. This beautiful image described about the coming of God to meet the soul who enters heaven. And Jesus presents himself as a bridegroom and envisions his church as the bride, his bride. And what a difference it would make, brothers and sisters, in our own lives if we would see it the same way every day. You know, the, the liturgical year of the church is, is also rapidly drawing to a close. And the sense of, or, of urgency or imminence not to fall asleep, to stay awake, is mirrored in our readings. And we can sense this kind of urgency in the gospel this Sunday as the five virgins ready their lamps, the five foolish, you know, race back to the wedding feast, not to be shut out. But they are. That, that closed door represents the finality of judgment day. Once the doors close, there's no more time for preparation or change. That we need to be ready, we need to be prepared and be proactive like the five wise virgins. Two Sundays from now, we'll celebrate the great solemnity of Christ the King, my favorite. And then the following Sunday, the first Sunday of Advent, it's right around the corner, we'll have the start of a new church year. And these autumn days of the liturgy are full of references to the end times, the last things, death, judgment, heaven, or hell. They're preparing us in this this day, starting today with Jesus' call and the, the Sunday's gospel for us to stay awake. We're being prepared for the Advent season when we prepare for our Lord's coming at Christmas, of course, and ultimately his second coming, the return of Christ the King in our own personal end, which will happen sooner or later for all of us. So let us not get so caught up in the concerns of this world, as important as they are, that we forget that the bridegroom is coming. Yes, he is coming. It's not our choice. <laughs> he is coming. And one day he will arrive to take us with him. So let's do whatever we need to do today to make ourselves ready for him. He's coming. May he not find us asleep. Stay ready. Stay awake.